That's quite enough of that shit. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. It is the 31st of March, 2021. You were just listening to something that ABC News and Disney put together, uh, some vaccine propaganda for the children. As you heard in there, there was someone they were singing some kind of musical, I don't know, probably from some Disney movie or some shit. And uh, interesting how they did it because they had a guy in there singing too who was like rebuttaling the girl who was stoked on the vaccine because you always have to belittle the anti-vaxxers. Ah, that's where we're at today. Um. Anyways, hope you're all doing good out there. Uh, is it spring yet? I think it's finally spring. So that's cool. Weather's nice around here. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm doing great. I took my Jeep in today. I got an old Jeep that I like to drive around on the mountains with. And I thought I fucked it up because it was all wobbly and, and getting crazy on me. So I took it to this old... I used to work at a Jeep dealership. So I took it in there to some guy I know. And I thought I was going to have to pay a bunch of money. But then he looked at it. He's like, dude, your wheels are covered in mud. Just get the mud off. I was like, holy shit. So I went and did that. And now it's fucking good as new. So I'm stoked on that. Things are good in the Jeep department. Uh, I've been playing a little guitar lately. Picking up the old six string. Trying to trying to do some stuff. I don't know why. I'm not good. I'm, not, I'm a terrible guitar player. But it's fun. I should probably just focus on things I'm good at, though. Ah, but I still have fun. In fact, I have this really cool classical guitar that I found in a dumpster years and years and years ago. Once upon a time, I was driving through some apartment complex. We spotted a nice classical guitar there chilling in the dumpster. And I was like, holy shit. So I went and got it and it was it sounded beautiful. And it was always my favorite guitar to play. Really easy to play. Like, easy to put the strings down. You know, I don't know. I don't know fucking how guitars work. I just try to play them. But I had a lot of fun playing this one until one day I was going to put it away and I dropped it and completely shattered it and broke it. <sighs> so I tried to duct tape it back together, but a bunch of the strings were broken and stuff. So I went and bought some new strings for it yesterday. Uh, watched the YouTube video on how to restring a guitar. I thought I did everything correctly, but then as I go to tune it and the fucking string breaks, a brand new string. Yeah, so so I put on the old string that I took off, and it just doesn't sound the same. It sounds like shit. It's all rattly and stuff, and I guess you can't just tape your guitar back together. It's not the same. Maybe I'll buy a new one, but I should probably just focus on rapping. I'm way better at that. Other than that, I went to California recently. I went to the coast down by Monterey Bay. Beautiful area. Nice stuff. You know, the cliffs and ocean i went to the Mavericks spot where they got the big waves and they have a man it was something that i've been meaning to research too they got this big installation uh that i read about in elena freeland's book that um 
it's these big fucking radar type things. It's like this white dome. And I think there's some harp type shit, something that fucks with something in the in the atmosphere, doing some some weird stuff. Anyways, that was a terrible description. I don't know what I'm talking about. All I know is I was at by the beach and they have this Air Force base right on the edge of this these cliffs where the waves there are like some of the biggest uh in the country. It's a really famous surf spot. They got like 60 foot waves sometimes. And it, I, to me, it was interesting that they have this big Air Force base there with this huge white dome radar installation. I'll get back to it on the next show. Anyways, California was fun. But it's kind of lame, you know? Everything's still all closed down there. Uh, everyone was wearing masks outside. And it's just fucking lame. It's like, dude, take your mask off. But they have a, they have a sign there. They got these signs all over that says a $100 fine for not wearing your mask outside. So it's completely ridiculous and insane. And I was like, fuck that, man. You can give me the, give me the fine. You know, I'm, I'm not paying it and I'm not wearing a mask outside. And you could call me a dick if you want, but that is fucking retarded. But you guys do what you want. Anyone, you know, I don't hate on people for doing their thing. People are, everyone's at a different stage in, in how they want to go about things. I also went to Pyramid Lake the other day, and that was really nice. That's a beautiful place, and there really isn't anywhere else that I've been to that is quite like Pyramid Lake. It is a humongous lake. It is a remnant of the ancient sea that was Lake Lahontan, which covered like pretty much the whole Great Basin uh, thousands of years ago. That's what they tell us. And uh, Pyramid Lake is a remnant of that. It's a beautiful lake, and it is owned by the Paiute Indian tribe, it is their sacred land, and that's why it's so pristine and so nice, and uh, there's a, the whole north side of the lake is blocked off, you're not allowed to go there, but that's where all the cool shit is, but it's like, it's like their sacred land, and you gotta respect that, and that's the reason why it's so nice there, is because they don't let people go fuck it up, otherwise it'd be like Lake Tahoe, Lake Tahoe's still beautiful, but it's surrounded by houses, and, and it's just all built up in, uh, you know, modern, I guess. But if you go to Lake Lahontan, it feels like you, I mean, Lake Pyramid, Pyramid Lake, feels like you step back in time. So, beautiful place. And I would highly recommend it. You can also catch gigantic fish. The last fish I caught there, it was a trout, and it was 10 pounds. It was fucking huge. I didn't have a way to, like, get it back. I didn't have a bag to put it in or, or like, an ice chest. I had to wrap it in a towel. It was so big. It was, like, three and a half feet long. So that was cool. Cooked that up on the barbecue, but that was a long time ago. I didn't catch any fish this time. We were just chilling, smoking weed, drinking beers, admiring the beautiful landscape. But enough about me. I have a bunch of things to go through about the world and everything that's been going on. So we started off with that nice jingle from Disney. It was just fucking crazy, man. The the propaganda with the vaccine is uh it's fucking nuts. So they're beginning to start to mandate the vaccine to do certain things. There's a lot of talk about the vaccine passports. And what's interesting to point out and take note of is a lot of people who were initially skeptical of the entire COVID-19 pandemic, the pandemic have kind of switched gears and they're it's just the the repetition of the propaganda for the past year has been effective and it's done its job and it's it's uh 
it's turned it turned the minds of um, changed the minds of a lot of skeptics and and made them into sheep who are just going to do what they're told. And unfortunately, it looks like there are universities that are beginning to mandate the vaccine. Um, you know, it, first of all, I'm not I can't tell anyone to to get it or not get it. I could just present information on what's going on with it. I could say that I'm not going to get it. But you guys do what you want. But if you want to go to Rutgers University, you're going to have to take the vaccine. Rutgers University in New Jersey will now become the first known college to require students to be vaccinated before returning to campus in the fall. I think that's a great idea because we've had over the last year about half a million college students get infected. And there's been about 100 deaths uh, linked to outbreaks on college campuses. Yep, there you have it. So that's the news report telling you that if you want to go to Rutgers out there in Joyzy, you're going to have to get the vaccine. Um, and it, yeah, I don't know. What were the what kind of shape were those people in who died, those college students? Because you got to be in pretty bad shape to be a young person and die from COVID-19 or whatever they say it is. I don't know. I'm skeptical about the whole shit. Now, it's only the students who have to get it. You can't mandate the staff to get it because that would be illegal and the reason why is because these vaccinations are what they're deeming to be vaccinations even though it's like experimental gene therapy it's not a traditional vaccine at least not the Pfizer and Moderna one Johnson and Johnson is more like a traditional vaccine but these other ones are it's this mRNA technology which they've never been able to get a vaccine approved like that and these mRNA vaccines they still aren't approved they have emergency authorization through the FDA, but they're not approved yet. So um, it's experimental. It's that's a hundred percent fact. It's it's an experiment, and if you get this thing, you're part of the experiment. So for that reason, they can't mandate uh, like a an employer can't mandate their employees to get it because it's experimental. And but apparently, they can tell the students to get it. So that's. It is what it is. But uh, if you do get it, you get a donut. The other way to to try and get people vaccinated instead of the stick, the carrot. Or the, or the donut. Yeah. Or the donut, right. Yes, exactly. Krispy Kreme just announced that they are getting involved in public health campaigning and that people who bring in a vaccination card will be eligible for free donuts. So... It's a sweeter version than the carrot, I suppose. So what, what about that, though? The idea that people are exploring these ways, uh, including proposals to pay them. I've heard about this from some of the uh, teachers in the Atlanta public schools here where I am. What do, you, what do you think about that? People have talked about paying 1000 or even $1,500 to try to get people to be vaccinated. So I do have some concerns about that. We know that from behavioral economics, if you offer money to people, that it can actually sort of signal risk. Hmm. So if somebody's already worried about taking the vaccine and then you offer them $1,500, it feels a little too good to be true and they can actually start to feel like this is something risky that you're asking them to do. So we might entrench mistrust rather than addressing it. Hmm. Yes, they're trying to manipulate people into taking an experimental drug. Um, I don't really know any other way to frame it, but that's what's happening. So... Hopefully you don't fall for that. I mean, you got to be pretty fucking stupid to to do that for a donut. Maybe 1500 bucks. I could see that. I wouldn't do it, but there's a lot of desperate motherfuckers who probably would. Uh, but 
I think a lot of other people will do it just so they can do normal things. Because with the vaccine passport, it's just going to make it more difficult to do the normal things that you like to do in life. Go to shows, um, maybe get groceries, travel. Um, and this is where we're heading. So pretty fucking amazing. And I was thinking, uh, I've been doing research on like marketing and sales. And it's always been something I've been interested in because I worked in sales for quite a while. And there's a certain psychology that goes through people's minds when they're in the buying process or when you're trying to sell them something. And this whole vaccine propaganda, this this sales campaign that we've been witnessing for this last year, that's all it is. It's a sales campaign. And uh, it, it has all the elements of that. And it really is the biggest and best, I guess. You know, these guys are doing a great fucking job, these salesmen for, for these pharmaceutical companies um it's insane man it it really is fucking insane how they're selling this to us and they they use the scarcity principle by trying to say there's only so many vaccines and only this segment of the population can get it you have to be above this age and soon we'll be able to like get to you but you gotta wait so you gotta be patient and there's only so many vaccines and we might run out but if you're lucky you can get one and they always try to uh uh, include that in there like th- these weird psychological manipulation techniques that um make people more likely to buy something it makes people want something it's a it's a well defined science that has been uh perfected over a very long time so interesting stuff uh let's continue with more clips from that by the way this is from CNN some lady talking about fucking vaccines you know a lot of people that do that So I think the important thing when we talk about mandates is to be clear, it's not about holding somebody down and plunging the needle into their arm. It's about creating a system where there are penalties or consequences for going unvaccinated. And we have to think about what fair and proportionate penalties are. So there are some countries where you might actually be imprisoned if you don't get your child vaccinated. And that I think is wildly inappropriate, but it might be the case that it's appropriate to say that You'll need to be quarantined for some period of time to make sure that you're not sick. It might be appropriate to say that you won't have access to school until you're vaccinated. It might be appropriate to have a small fine, but imprisonment would be much too punitive. So it's okay to fine you and uh, make it so you can't do certain things. But to throw you in prison for not getting this experimental vaccine, is uh, that's going a little too far. So... (laughs) Yeah, they're trying to bribe you with it, um, but they're beginning to realize that it might be just be easier just to threaten you and make it so you have to get it in order to do shit. Um, pretty pathetic, if you ask me, but what can you do? Here's another clip building on that, the vaccine. These vaccines that we're talking about so far uh, have all become available under emergency use authorization. So they're not fully approved. Emergency use authorization is good. It means that the, the benefits outweigh the risks uh, in, this, in this situation. But how does that impact the potential ability to mandate the vaccine? So this is where it becomes a legally murky area, especially with respect to employers mandating vaccination. That's an issue that's drawn a lot of attention because there have been some employers who want to go forward and require employees to get vaccinated. We've seen this with certain chains of long-term care facilities, for example. They've just told employees, you get the vaccine or you stop coming to work. And 
people have gone back and forth on whether or not that's appropriate because of exactly as you say, this emergency use authorization. So some people say we can't mandate things that aren't FDA approved. And for them, that's very clear. But there is guidance from the EEOC to say that employers can mandate vaccination that doesn't draw a distinction between FDA approval and EUAs. And so there's another group of legal Hmm. scholars that has said, actually, this is fine to go ahead and mandate vaccines at this point. So we don't know yet how this will work through the system, but I would say it's an ambiguous situation that we aren't sure yet. So they're trying to mandate it in order to get a job to do anything. If you ask me, you know, if your employer is is making you do this, which it's going to happen, it's already happening, um, maybe you should question whether or not you really want that job and you really want to work for that person. If uh, And if their values really reflect yours and uh, what you're trying to do in life. Luckily, we, we do live in a in a world and in a time where we we do have a lot of different opportunities and you don't necessarily have to have that job. It might be the one that you can make the most money at or the one you're most comfortable at, but there are other opportunities out there. So just something to keep in mind. I think since you're listening to this show, you already know that shit though. But one more clip about vaccinations or rather anti-vaxxers, the fucking devil. And then I'm gonna play some music because there's been a lot of, sick fucking music that's dropped lately and i want to incorporate more of that into this show rather than just doom and gloom talking about how shitty the world is all the time i'll play some some fun music so but we gotta we gotta get through the um the tough stuff so here you go take your masks off these rallies are held across canada these protesters are anti-mask anti-vaccine and COVID deniers. Do you think COVID is a hoax? Yes, I do. 100%. Their claims debunked by experts. Still, they're spreading all over social media. Many people argue that this pandemic was a pandemic. A lot of it feels very planned to me. We're going to build an entire army to stand up and say, not only no, but hell no. Sherry Tenpenny is a prominent anti-vaccination advocate. She's hosted virtual boot camps, charging about $600 Canadian to share her theories and tactics. We signed up and asked epidemiologist Colin Furness to weigh in. Three themes emerge from this boot camp, and we've noticed them in our research, too. One, COVID isn't dangerous. We've shut down the entire global economy over a full... a flu virus. COVID is dangerous. If everyone in the world got COVID, 50 million people would die. That is misinformation. Two, COVID <laughs> vaccines are harmful. This is genocide, people. We've now inoculated millions and millions of people worldwide. We have not seen a jump in mortality. Three, governments conspired to create this pandemic. It's a political agenda at the very top to take the entire global economy to its knees. It's hard to find anything that governments around the world could possibly agree upon. It doesn't make sense. There was also talk about vaccine passports, digital proof of the COVID-19 vaccination. Any advice on what's going on with these vaccine passports? Tenpenny's business partner says some hackers have told him they may try to forge credentials. In the background, this is what all the hacker cracker folks that are really pissed about this are working on. Oh, good. The idea that they might try and circumvent that actually, I think, represents a pretty serious public health danger. Hunt told us he's not involved, nor does he support the hacking of vaccine passports. And Tenpenny said she stands behind her boot camp and makes no apologies for earning a living. 
So um, this is something we're seeing a lot of now is the demonizing of of anyone who's questioning the official narrative. Um, anybody who might not want to take an experimental vaccine and be part of this experiment, they're trying to tarnish your reputation and attack. They're attacking your character and just making it seem like you're a bad person, basically. So this is typical shitty tactics that they use. But it, it works because they play on people's emotions. And um, they, they'll take somebody from, from an, ex, like an extremist fucking sect and make it seem like anybody who has any questions or might not want the vaccine or is questioning whether or not COVID is as dangerous as they say, they try to lump you into that category of, of being an extremist um, just bad person or whatever. So we're going to see a lot more of this um, because dude, this is their fucking end game plan for whatever reason. They want everybody to have this, this technology inside of them. And that's what it is. I mean, this, this MRNA shit, it's a, it's a nanotechnology type thing and who knows what it's really for, but you can't say that or you're just a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. And it's just sad that, um, that has gotten to this point. And, you know, there's some of us who have been talking about this for years. But I don't know, man. People are going to take it anyways. People, there's only so much you can do. But besides that, you know, fuck it, whatever, fuck these people. Let's listen to some music. This is this new, uh, new Vinny Paz, Poppy Wardrobe. Check it out. It's good shit. One show. Come on, pop. My hockey's really whipping and running. You know what I mean? Look. Yeah. The thunderclap, I gave him a wig. It's not an accident. The throne of Baphomet is the opposite of a sacrament. The shots is accurate. They the size of a baby aspirin. I got a couple hockeys that's moving, maybe get Babylon. The blacked out maxim. A carrigan packs and packaging. Provide the fraction. It gets bloody where the coagulant. I'm the lord. I'm like the patriarch of the capulet. The gin head. Nothing is saving you. Not an amulet. Everybody brought getting hit like I'm an anatomist. I'm not a pacifist. I got lots of yops in the cabinet. The murder graduate. And that tough talk was the catalyst. Motherfucker. Fuckers need opposition, I'm the antagonist The school for catching homies, the top of the class graduate The pain is passionate and the maze is a too elaborate The body's piled up in a layer, they like a laminate Munafi coon, be everywhere and they are contaminant, yeah, yeah. Everybody back, get low I'm about to let the tech blow We removal from the get-go Motherfucker, cause I said so Said so, get low I'm about to let the tech blow We were moving from the get-go Motherfucker, cause I said so Said so The 38 special is on me And it's a testimony like India Ari The house of Mo West Sean Thorn is the Don P Them words mean nothing, you singing the more key You was given dawah and you mocked it You chose a path contrary to the prophet I'm fighting a holy war in the mental Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the temple Not slapping you a thing I regret It's a Shen Chin paid five fingers of death It's green in my hand like I'm drinking a Bex I be looking for a motherfucking reason to flex You know that Rashid Wallace going big in the lane It's like Candyman to anyone repeating my name You ain't never had a memorable line I be draped like Eddie and remember the hey, time Stupid. Get low. I'm about to let the tech blow 
motherfucker, we were moving from the get-go Motherfucker, cause I said so Said so Get low I'm about to let the tech blow We were moving from the get-go Motherfucker, cause I said so Said so Bangers on the track. It's good shit, good shit. Yes, sir. I like that song. I listened to that a bunch of times already. Fucking Vinny Paz, man. One of my favorite rappers, really. He's he's consistent. Doing good shit. Huge fan of Jedi Mind Tricks, Army of the Pharaohs, and all of Vinny Paz's solo stuff, too, man. The guy's incredible. He's a cool dude. So, yeah, be on the lookout for his new album dropping pretty soon within the next couple weeks, I think. And I got some other shit to play, too. I got uh, the new Mercules, some new Locksmith in Zion Eye. It's Mercules and Bone Thugs, actually, produced by Sea Lance and Shroom. Um, Locksmith in Zion Eye. I think that was um, fucking Apathy who produced that. And then uh, that new Crime Apple, too. That I'm going to play for you guys too. So I think I'm going to do more of this because there's so much dope music that gets dropped that I think it's uh, overlooked and shit. Or maybe you might not have heard. So a lot of a lot of talented dudes out there and girls who are, who are dropping some sick shit. So uh, yeah, it breaks it up a little bit, right? Oh, and by the way, I just want to mention these clips that I got. I totally stole those from the No Agenda show. If you don't know about the No Agenda show, if you're into like politics and news and stuff, they do a media deconstruction is what they do. And it's really interesting. They're really good at it. And I got these funny, <laughs> just funny clips of Joe Biden. He's such an idiot. It, it, it's kind of, it's, I feel bad like talking shit about him, but he's, it's like elder abuse to have this guy as president. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He can barely talk. It's really sad. Um, but the media just gives him a pass on whatever he, he does, and they don't. It's just the total opposite of Donald Trump, which I fuck Donald Trump too. Fuck them all. It's all part of this game, this this illusion that we have some sort of choice or some sort of say in what happens in the government. Like they're not owned by the fucking corporations and the banks and the fucking Illuminati. But they want to make it seem like there's a difference between the left and the right, so we keep fighting with each other and stuff. And it's just funny to see the leniency that the media gives Joe Biden when he's so, like, incapable of having this job. And I do believe, I mean, it's pretty obvious that they're going to get Kamala in there to fucking replace him. Because the guy, he just doesn't know what's going on. But listen to what the media says. Um, He had a press conference, and then, you know, you, you, you get up there and you do all these fucking answer questions for the media and stuff. Um. And then it was, uh, they're asking, well, why didn't, why didn't anyone ask him about COVID? Is that not a thing anymore? Like, do we not care about that? And listen to what their excuse is for why they don't ask him about COVID. To me, the big takeaway is the fact that it goes back to COVID. It's the only piece of news he intended to make, and he made it. There wasn't a single question on it, which tells you one other thing, Lester. There's clearly not any negative questions to ask. A, a press corps <laughs> wow. asks you about challenges. That's they don't necessarily ask you about things that are going well. 
COVID's going well right now for him. One big takeaway that I had from this press conference is what we weren't talking about. And that was his response to the pandemic. And that's because the entire time he's been in office, he has been messaging about what he's been doing, about the response, about the facts and figures that show, according to our very own CBS polling, that people are satisfied with how he's doing. And so that is something he did not have to answer much about. In fact, he was the one, as you mentioned, who controlled Control the messaging to say, hey, not only did I reach my goal, but now I'm setting a new one with regard to the vaccine. It did not escape notice, I think, Michael, that there were no questions on the coronavirus pandemic facing this country right, right now. Our colleague Chuck Todd made the point that oftentimes, um, and I know this from having been a, f- a former White House correspondent, you ask the president questions about things that are not going well. You ask the, que- the question about the challenges. What does it say to you um, about sort of where the American people are? that that is how things went today and how the president is handling it. It says, Hallie, that after this trauma of this last year with over uh, half a million American dead, others dead around the world, we're in a situation, who could have dreamt a year ago that we'd be in a situation where not one question asked about the pandemic? Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, that's your media for you. These are the the reporters and the supposed journalists who are uh, they they say that they represent the American people. And uh, since they feel that Joe Biden is doing such a stellar job handling this virus, we just don't even need to talk about it. Why would we ask about that? He's you know, everything's fine. Don't fucking people don't care about that. That's basically what they said. They're like, yeah, people aren't concerned anymore because Joe's just doing such a great job. Why would we? We don't need to talk about that. We ask him about stuff that's going not good, and he's he's perfect, and and everything's great, and people just don't care. They don't want to hear about that. Like, are you? Does anyone believe that shit? How could anyone watch the news anymore? Like, these people haven't been doing their job for a long fucking time. It's all propaganda. It's all gaslighting and just thought manipulation it's it's psychological warfare that's all the media does it's all fucking bullshit they're just another arm of the government spokespeople for the corporations and the pharmaceutical companies and the military industrial complex and all that it's fucking bullshit man they they're not investigators who are getting down to the truth and and finding out what's going on and um it's really insulting that that whole <laughs> that whole thing there and just ridiculous dude so anyways um the ex-cdc director the the guy in charge of the center for disease control came out and said that he doesn't think that the the coronavirus the covid19 what they're calling covid19 he doesn't think that it came from a wet market bat in in wuhan he's saying he thinks it came from a lab and a lot of people have been saying this since this shit first popped up on the scene. Um, alternative media journalists, real investigators, real journalists. But they've caught nothing but shit for it. Called conspiracy theorists and, and slandered and and um, have their accounts deleted and, and they've been demonetized. PayPal just demonetized activist posts. And I read a lot of their articles on here because they do good work. Um, but no, nah, they got demonetized. I think they've been going after Whitney Webb too. Uh, Ryan over at the Last American Vagabond, he's had his shit fucked with. You know, Twitter deleted all this stuff. 
So anybody who's doing any real investigation is being censored and they're being kicked off of these controlled platforms. Um, and it fucking sucks and it's bullshit. But now these mainstream people, these supposedly credible people like the ex-director um, of the CDC is now coming out to say that um, this thing was made in a lab, which which seemed pretty obvious from the beginning. But here he is. Dr. Redfield, when we sat down to talk, uh, he wanted to start at the beginning, uh, the origins of this virus, what he believed actually transpired. Take a listen. If I was to guess, this virus started transmitting somewhere in September, October in Wuhan. September, October. That's my own view. It's an only opinion. I'm allowed to have opinions now. You know, I am of the point of view that I still think the most likely uh, etiology of this pathogen in Wuhan was a, from a laboratory, um, you know, escaped. Uh, the other people don't believe that. That's fine. Science will eventually figure it out. It's not unusual for respiratory Science. pathogens that are being worked on in a laboratory to infect the laboratory worker. It is also not unusual for that type of research to be occurring in Wuhan. The city is a widely known center for viral studies in China, including the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which has experimented extensively with bat coronaviruses. It is a remarkable conversation I, I feel like we're having here because you are the former CDC director and you were the director at the time this was all happening. For the first time, the former CDC director is stating publicly that he believes this pandemic started months earlier than we knew and that it originated not at a wet market, but inside a lab in China. These are two significant things to say, Dr. Redfield. That's not implying any intentionality. You know, it's my opinion, right? But I am a virologist. I have spent my life in virology. I do not believe this somehow came from a bat to a human. And at that moment in time, the virus that came to the human became one of the most infectious viruses that we know in humanity for human-to-human -human transmission. Normally, when a pathogen goes from a zoonotic to a human, it takes a while for it to figure out how to become more and more efficient in human-to-human -human transmission. I just don't think this makes biological sense. So in the lab, do you think that that process of becoming more efficient was happening? Is that what you are suggesting? Yeah, let's just say I have coronavirus that I'm working on. Most of us in the lab, we're trying to grow a virus. We try to help make it grow better and better and better and better and better and better so we can do experiments and figure out about it. I, that's, that's the way I put it together. It's a pretty, uh, pretty extraordinary conversation uh, and a little glimpse of, of what we revealed sort of within these couple of hours. I should, I should point out the World Health Organization calls the lab leak theory unlikely, and Chinese officials have started uh, increasingly pointing to a multiple origin theory, saying that this, this pandemic may have started in multiple places, even around the world, including U.S. military <coughs> labs. That's unsubstantiated, but that's, that's sort of the back and forth that's happening right now. We still don't know. A year later, exactly how this, this pandemic started. We still don't know. But the ex-CDC director is suspicious and believes that maybe it was started in a lab, which, like I said, a lot of people have already said before. Here's another clip talking about the same thing. The race to vaccinate comes amid a growing debate over the origin of COVID. Former CDC director Robert Redfield now says he believes the virus came from a Chinese laboratory. I am of the point of view that I still think the most likely uh, etiology of this pathogen in Wuhan was a, from a laboratory. 
um, you know, escaped. Uh, the other people don't believe that. That's fine. Dr. Fauci says many disagree. The alternative explanation, which most public health individuals go by, is that this virus was actually circulating in China, likely in Wuhan, for a month or more before they were clinically recognized. The WHO could weigh in next week as we learn from the past in hopes of protecting the future. So, Dr. Fauci's not on board. He says, no, that's not true. Good old Dr. Fauci. You decide for yourself. I don't know. I just don't know. But if it was made in a lab, they also made the antidote too. I think that's like part of the rules. That if you're making some sort of disease inside of a lab, you have to have the antidote as well. Doesn't mean you got to give it to the people once it escapes. But there's so much fucking... Really, everything is fake. Um, in this whole world, it's, it seems like. Definitely everything on the news, everything the government says, and, and science, science, the un questionable fucking royalty of science like let's face it man the the government sprays things in the sky they spray who knows what they could spray diseases um they they fluoridate the water which is known to well calcify your pineal gland it's it's known to make your brain not work as well it's a poison the nazis did it in nazi germany we just know they're they're bad people you know they they they're just doing things to the population they want to reduce the population they experiment on the population they lie to us they manipulate us they use us to they steal our money through taxation they use that shit to go blow up people on the other side of the world and steal their resources and uh do all this fucked up shit um but but we're just being told to trust them in this case, and all of a sudden they have our best interests at heart. And this is an example of doublethink um, through like like what George Orwell talked about in his book 1984, where you can get people to simultaneously believe two opposing ideas, and yet they they believe them equally. And it's it's a form of mind control and manipulation, and this is happening to us constantly. And and um, it's really hard to make sense of things. It really is. There's just so everything is obfuscated and uh, and fucked with. And how how do we make sense of this? And when you do ask questions and you research things and you try to make sense of it, and then you try to tell other people about it, people fucking hate you. <laughs> So, uh, what can you do, though? Um, let's listen to that new Mercules and Bone Thugs. It's called Homicide, produced by the homie C. Lance and Shroom. Good shit. My nigga like Tell me what the fuck is the problem I keep on chugging this bottle until this shit get violent It's red rum when I'm dumping these hollows And they get stuck in your noggin and everything goes silent Room room, I pull up in the Audi And I start dumping nobody's until they all start piling Who knew I'm a front of your body with a slug and a shotty Tell them all to come outside then Who want to smoke? I ain't into beefing on the internet I'd rather fuck your crew up with hoes Don't get too comfortable Cause when I get to cooking I'm looking to turn it up until I blew up the stove So just do what you're told I grew up a screw up, I crew will come chew up Who you love the most, bitch I grew up on bone Bugs and harmony so I threw up a toast Till I puke up a drone like whoa Welcome to the 
the scene of the crime Please don't make me turn the heat up on this beef, I'm a ride I'm a different kind of demon, you can see in my eyes I'm beating the odds, I'm coming from a piece of the pie I had to reinvent the scene so I could keep it alive So I can promise you don't want to meet the creature inside I think I need to take a breather, I'ma leave it behind Or I'ma blow your brains out to get a piece of your mind Ouch, I'm still bumming that boom, boom, boom. You get a headshot to your home, dome, dome I did all this by my own, own, own. So please stay the fuck out of my zone, zone, zone I'm still young and more, murder at the crossroads For the love of money, you get shot on your walk home All I need is thug love like Paco 2021, young and free out Chapo Somebody Smart. better tell them ain't nobody fucking with bone You motherfuckers can't do nothing with bone The real man here, we done heard enough of you hoes There's a lot of you niggas still ain't enough of you know I'm here to expose you niggas, I done told you niggas It's a lot of talent, but they ain't even close to a nigga They don't remember the really creators originality Kill them as their mentality, bring them into reality This in the real life, you're non-existent, I'm consistent and I'm convinced I'm the illest around And nigga flow go miles at this The style relentless Style distinguished My niggas can vouch I tell them in no competition I figured them out It ain't too much to none them niggas about Legendary nigga Don't even need the clout Geek is the reason to doubt Never no reason to lie Got them to be a slaughterhouse While brother blood and murder on me Tell them not to come back round here no more Or it's gon' get ugly Can't touch me Untouchable Or the whole world the never walk a pair of Go spin at you I ain't gonna get at you I've been at you Niggas No matter what I Challenges, you up the cameras, got a call from Mark, so I flew up to Canada. No, no, put in work, I do some better. I got the stabbing at the first to the 31st, I'm rolling up the cannabis. Operating at an all time high, middle fingers to the sky, and I'm all the time high. Never been a small guy, they demand I supply from Japan to Dubai, or command niggas ride. Get reacquainted with the five star general, the pictures that I painted, they define five criminals. 50 million sold, I survived by a miracle. At 50 years old, I'm a thrive, cause I'm lyrical. I'm from the same vein, future leaders made up. Let's get a chain game, ain't nobody fade up. I earn to maintain the most greatest game, had to change the bones to create. You a bitch, you won't box me Do it, I wanna You finna get a pop in your face I'm thuggin' and buggin' You stupid motherfucker, you ain't Remember me, I'm on my auto With no pain on my face They can't rap with me Actually, dastardly bass To the mass, to the cast To the toy, flowin' faster and faster The alpha revolver with 30 in a plastic You niggas, I don't tips with a satchel I'm the god, don't ask me anything I spoke, I wish a nigga would test my bag Cause little dizzy, he be always with a bust down Always got a gun, you bitch Nigga, that's my swag A nigga, 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 nigga Another motherfucker, let me in Finna win for another motherfucker Begin, I'll fuck up again And fuck up any rapper to be in Everybody, anybody know I pull up my pen Credits of all time, they catch I'm a prime, but I made it a crime. My niggas always on time. My nigga late, nigga crack. Dizzy and Merc, we finna kill him. Let me get up with these double 99, 99, 99, 99, 99. My nigga late, nigga crack. Little Dizzy and Merc, we finna kill him. Let me get up with these double 99, 99, 99. No matter what I keep having nightmares, when drama pop off, then I'll be right there. It's about to be a homicide. You fuck around with us, you all could die. It's about to be a homicide. It's about to be a homicide. Be a homicide, Jabal could die Be a homicide, homicide About to be a homicide, Jabal could die Be a homicide, it's about to be a homicide Woo! Shit was crazy! Fucking dope! Yes, sir. Yeah, man, they're pretty good, huh? That beat was sick, too. That was like a fucking classic Bone Thugs beat, you know? So shout out to C. Lance. He could do it all, man. He's he's pretty incredible. Mercury's fucking, man, that guy crushes every song, too. Uh, He's, yeah, he's crushing it, man. It's fucking sick. Bone Thugs, they're legends, so dope song. Glad to share it with you. Uh, let's get into some, I got some funny clips of Joe Biden. I just, 
I gotta fucking play him, man, because it's just, this guy's our president, dude. Listen to this shit. Listen to our president. And so I'm going to say something outrageous. I have never been particularly poor at calculating how to get things done in the United States Senate. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. <laughs> dude. I'm, we're going to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. He, the guy is painful to listen to. He's just, you can tell he's, he's, um, he's losing his mind. He's, he's fucking like got dementia or some shit. Let's listen to another one. Oh, shit. Fucked it up. Fucked it up right here. All I know, I've been hired to solve problems, to solve problems, not create division. So did you catch that? Let's let's listen to it one more time. All I know, I've been hired to solve problems, to solve problems, not create division. He's been hired now. They hired him. He wasn't elected. He was hired. Hired by who, Joe? Hired by who? Who's the real guy fucking picking the president? I know it ain't the people. And so the question here is whether how we go ahead and do this, what we do. There's no easy answer. Apparently there's no easy sentence either because what you say doesn't make sense. Whether how? Let's listen to that again. I kind of fucked it up. Let's listen to it again. And so the question here is whether how we go ahead and do this. What we do. There's no easy answer. Yeah, that's our president. Okay, one more. One one more. One more and then we're done. We're done with Joe after this one. Here you go. Vice President for putting together a bipartisan plan of over $700 million to do the root causes of why people are leaving. So... And I don't know if he caught that one either. Let's play that one again. He just fucks up like little things, like like um, just little things that are are kind of like almost subconscious things. But it's like if you would want the president of the of the United States to be kind of be on top of it, but this guy's just he's losing it. He fucks up little words and stuff. Vice President for putting together a bipartisan plan of over seven hundred million dollars to do the root causes of why people are leaving. So he's going to do the root causes of why people are leaving. Whatever that means. Um, anyways, whatever. I'm, that, was, that was a terrible fucking segment. I'm, I apologize for putting you through that. That was my fault. Picking on Joe Biden. I didn't like Trump either, though. Don't, don't just think that uh, I'm just mean to Joe. I got a couple articles I'll just briefly go uh, over with you. Bring them to your attention, and um, if you if you do so desire, you can look them up for yourself and and see what's going on. Um, this is one from Activist Post, who is now demonetized because fucking I don't know because people don't like them because they're telling the truth. But this is New York rolls out vaccine passport program. Uh, what was labeled an unhinged conspiracy theory just last year has become a reality today. Unindicted human rights criminal, Governor Andrew Cuomo, 
announced this week that New York has rolled out the nation's first COVID vaccine passport program with the introduction of the Excelsior Pass. According to the reports, the COVID-19 vaccine passport is already ready to use at dozens of venues statewide, including at Madison Square Garden. While advertised as a voluntary measure, New York state officials are making it clear that not participating in the program will result in an individual being essentially shut off from society. Now, um, I'm not going to read the whole article here, but uh, just want to bring to your attention the company which is um, handling this is IBM. So the New York State Vaccine Passport app was built by IBM, the multinational technology company with a very dark history that recently stole that recently sold its computer and servers business to a Chinese company. Uh, the corporate press, for its part, has taken pains to blindly claim that your privacy will be protected, despite zero indications or verifiable information that this is actually the case. Now, in case you didn't know, IBM um, were participated in the Holocaust. They like <laughs> they um, did the this. They had this fucking technology, like this precursor to the modern computer, that helped. Um, organize all the the Jewish people and like keep tabs on them and file all these different people and uh, allowing the Holocaust to take place. And there's, there's a link here to, to um, how they participated in that, but they were, they, they created that system um, that fucking allowed for the Holocaust to take place. And that was IBM. So a shadowy past, a very dark history. And these are the guys who, um, who are doing the vaccine passport. So it's actually called, this is from the Jewish Virtual Library, uh, the Nazi Party, IBM, and Death's Calculator. So, blah, 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 let's see here. Uh, Mankind barely noticed when the concept of massively organized information quietly emerged to become a means of social control, a weapon of war, and a roadmap for group destruction. The unique igniting event was the most fateful day of the last century, January 30th, 1933, the day Adolf Hitler came to power. Came to power. Hitler and his hatred of the Jews was the ironic driving force behind this intellectual turning point, but his quest was greatly enhanced and energized by the ingenuity and craving for profit of a single American company, and it and it was oh, and its legendary autocratic chairman, that company was International Business Machines, which is IBM, and its chairman was Thomas J. Watson. Um, Der Feuer's obsession with de- Jewish destruction was hardly original. There had been czars and tyrants before him, but for the first time in history, an anti-Semite had automation on his side, and Hitler do it, didn't do it alone. He had help. So if you want to um, read more about this, uh, how IBM helped facilitate the the genocide that happened in World War II of the Jewish people in Germany and, and other countries. Uh, you can read about that, and there there's an article. I'll, I'll post a link to the article. But now they're the ones doing the COVID pass, too, so funny how things um, come full circle, isn't it? Pretty amazing. Now, I, there's someone I mentioned on this show a while ago that was the president of Tanzania. He's the guy who tested like a papaya and like motor oil for COVID-19 and it came up as positive because he was always skeptical and he knew it was bullshit. 
Uh, well, this guy has died um, or been killed or who knows, been suicided, whatever the fuck. But um, I'm going to post an article to this, too. This is by Jeremy Lofredo and Whitney Webb. They're two very, very good journalists, actually good journalists. And that's hard to come by. It's a really, really long article, um, and it goes super far in depth. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it would take me like two hours. But um, I'll just give you an idea about what it's about. And if you choose to um, look into it further, you can. So it says, this is from unlimitedhangout.com. Tanzania's late president, Magu Fuli, science denier or threat to empire? While his COVID-19 policies have dominated media coverage regarding his disappearance and suspicious death, Tanzania's John Magufuli was hated by the Western elites for much more than his rebuke of lockdowns and mask mandates. In particular, his efforts towards nationalizing the country's mineral wealth threatened to deprive the West of control over resources deemed essential to the new green economy. So it looks like this guy had been a thorn in the side of the ruling elite for quite some time and uh, was doing something similar to what what other people who have been taken out were trying to do, people like um, Gaddafi and, and, uh, you know, Saddam and shit, who were trying to do things for their, to to utilize their their country's own resources and and break away from from this control system that, that rules the rest of the world. Not saying that those, those particular rulers were like saints or anything, but if you don't play ball, then something happens to you. So I'll just briefly give you an introduction to what this thing is about. Less than two weeks ago, Tanzanian Vice President Samia Saluhu Hassan delivered the news that her country's president, John Pombe Magufuli, had died of heart failure. President Magufuli had been described as missing since the end of February, with several anti-government parties circulating stories that he had fallen ill with COVID-19. Ironic, right? During his presidency, Magufuli had consistently challenged the neo-colonialism in Tanzania, whether it manifested through the exploitation of his country's natural resources by predatory multinationals or the West's influence over the country's food supply. In the months leading up to his death, Magufuli had become better known and particularly demonized in the West for opposing the the authority of international organizations like the World Health Organization in determining his government's response to the COVID-19 crisis. However, Magufuli had spurned many of the same interests and organizations angered by his response to COVID for years, having kicked out Bill Gates-funded trials of genetically modified crops and more recently angering some of his some of the most powerful mining companies in the West companies with ties to the World Economic Forum and the forum's efforts to guide the course of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Indeed, more threatening than his recent COVID controversies was the threat Magufuli posed to foreign control over the world's largest ready-to-develop nickel deposit, a metal essential to electric car batteries and thus the current effort to usher in an electric autonomous vehicle revolution. For instance, just a month before he disappeared, Magufuli had signed an agreement to begin development or to begin developing that nickel deposit, a deposit that had been previously co-owned by Barrick Gold and Glencore, 
the commodity giant deeply tied to Israel's Mossad, which is the Israeli CIA, until Magafuli revoked their license for that project in 2018. Running afoul of the most powerful corporate and banking cartels, followed then by the mysterious onset of sudden regime change, would normally garner considerable coverage from anti-imperialist independent media outlets, which recently covered similar events in Bolivia that led to the removal of Evo Morales from power. However, the very outlets that have extensively covered Western-backed regime change efforts for years have been entirely silent on the very convenient death of Magufuli. Presumably, their, sci- their silence is related to Magafuli's flouting of COVID-19 narrative orthodoxy, as these same outlets have largely promoted the official narrative of the pandemic. Sorry for my terrible fucking reading on that. Ah, I'm only one man. I can only do so much. Uh, but that's that's a really interesting article. I plan on reading it um, myself here in a little bit, but I'm not going to bore you guys with my shitty reading. So, th- you know, there's... He's a guy who was causing trouble for for the fucking plan, and um, what you, something that I think um, a lot of people aren't realizing or or taking into account is that COVID nineteen is part of a, a much bigger plan. It's just a catalyst uh, to to usher in this, like I said, the fourth industrial revolution, the new world order, um, the depopulation agenda, the one world government, all this thing. It's it's part of one big plan that has been been in formation for a very, very long time. I mean, since before World War One, when when they caused that shit to happen. It's all part of it, man. It's all a stepping stone to a greater plan for for fucking world domination and control over everything. Control over the all the resources, all the people. They want to get rid of a lot of people, like eighty five percent or something, replace everyone with robots. And just have maximum control. So you can't do fucking anything without these people knowing about it. And uh, and then, then, you know, they tell us everything we can and can't do. And, and most people will just go along with it. Because they're fucking pussies, man. Most people are pussies. It's sad. Uh, face scanning at pubs could offer key to vaccine passports. This is from thetimes.co.uk. Britons could have their faces scanned to allow them to access pubs, gigs, and sports events under one government-funded plan being drawn up for vaccine passports. Technology firms with government funding are developing software to allow customers to be scanned when they enter venues and have their coronavirus data checked. Boris Johnson indicated this week that the government is warming to passports being used in pubs and other settings. He said that he thought there was going to be a role for certification, adding it may be up to the landlord to decide whether the bar entry, whether to bar entry to people who couldn't prove they've been vaccinated. So, you know, this has been something the conspiracy theorists have been saying for a long time. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't matter, right? It's just a conspiracy theory. But, yeah, vaccine passports here. And, uh, whatever, man. I know that if if it's a fucking, I just, I'm not going to fuck with businesses that do that. I, do, I don't support it. I'm drawing the line there. Fuck that. That's bullshit. I'm not putting no experimental shit into my body that some corrupt ass shitty government tells me to do. That's, fuck that. Fuck them. <sighs> Anyways, um, and you know what's interesting is 
all the, for the past four years, every everyone became an activist, right? Everyone had something to say. Everyone was all about justice and and fucking equality, and and fighting against the government because it was Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump was the big demon that that everyone united in hatred against. And uh, it made everyone a fucking activist and everyone had something to say. But now that the government is doing all kinds of totalitarian fascist shit, everyone just forgot about it. And uh, we just do what they say. All of a sudden, they're all trying to help us. And all these celebrities, all these musicians, all these people in our regular day-to-day life, they've all of a sudden forgotten that they don't trust the government or or that they hate the cops or whatever, you know. It's fine to hate the cops, but you got to love the government. You got to love Tony Fauci and scientists or whatever, whatever propaganda they're pushing. But it's just interesting to note that how people just do whatever the fuck the news tells them to do. Whatever Hollywood tells them to do, whatever the fucking propaganda is of the day, they do it, no questions asked, and then once it gets shut off, they get moved over to some other issue and they really need the news and uh, social media, whatever these influencers to tell them what to think, when to think it, when to act, when to be mad, when to be happy, who to like, who to hate, all that shit. People don't think for themselves, man. And if you think for yourself, you will be despised and and you will, they don't like you, man. And they're, um, I think we're getting to the point where like, there could be real consequences for for speaking out against this stuff. I mean, we just had Alan Watt die. You know, like the guy's fucking harmless, some old guy in his house just doing what I'm doing, talking into a microphone, putting it on the internet. And I think they killed him for that shit. And uh, I think we might be seeing more of that happening soon. And, uh, and uh, it's just crazy where we're at right now. Um, it's really sad. It's really sad, and most people are just cowards, and they will—they'll um, only—they'll only talk about the approved, the approved issues, and uh, they're just hypocrites and cowards. A lot of people. Not saying that I'm any better, but at least I'm—I'm a—I'm a keep it real for what I think, and I'm gonna say what I think, regardless of of what somebody fucking what the approved narrative is of the day. That's bullshit, and that's pussy shit. Now I ain't about that, man. I'll be fine without without these motherfuckers. And I'm not trying to be part of no club that where you gotta sacrifice your integrity. That's bullshit. But a lot of people are, and a lot of people will sacrifice uh, what they believe to to be part of some group that would throw you under the bus in a fucking second. Not me, though. Anyways, this is an interesting headline. Scathing investigation finds most departments. Ignore domestic violence in their ranks. Boston, Massachusetts. This is by Matt Agarist at the Activist Post. Recently demonetized by PayPal. As TFTP has consistently reported, police officers in the United States have an exceedingly higher rate of domestic violence than any other occupation. Oh, big fucking surprise, right? The cops like to beat up girls? No. No. They like to beat up innocent, weak people? Nah. Cops, nah. They, they're trying to protect us. The average rate of domestic violence among most families in America is around 10%. As the National Center for Women and Policing points out, two studies have found that at least 40% of police officer families experience domestic violence. 
That's a fourfold increase. Big surprise, right? Uh, the police force attracts fucking douchebags, man. The Most cops are fucking douchebags. Let's just put it out there. We all know it's true. They're people who were probably picked on in school and uh, nobody liked them. They didn't get no pussy. Motherfuckers were nerds and geeks and whatever. Not saying it's bad to be those things. Not get pussy or whatever. You can do whatever you want, but these guys got a gripe with the world and they want to take it out on on uh, on anyone they can. And they give them a gun and a badge and all of a sudden they're above the law and they can do whatever they want. And it's the same type of people who would have signed up to be the SS officers in World War II, who would have signed up to work for the fucking king in in uh, medieval times and, and beat up the poor peasants growing potatoes and shit. And and they would have been the motherfuckers crucifying Jesus back in Rome. It's the same. It's the same shit, man. It's been happening for thousands of years. They use the same type of tactics to get people to do it, and and uh, it's it's always going to be that way. Unfortunately, there will always be that segment of the population that's a fucking douchebag. Continuing on, <laughs> I I got other things. Uh, I got some other I don't know if you guys have heard of this other little podcast too. I got to I got to plug these podcasts that do good work. New World Next Week is is a really good show and they've been doing it for a long time and each week they they talk about some news stories that are happening. It's um James Corbett and James Evan Pilato, James Corbett from corbettreport.com and uh James Evan Pilato from Media Monarchy. Two good researchers, good dudes. And they're just pointing out the news stories in like mainstream news that are just fucking examples of the New World Order. They've been doing it for a long time and uh, researching what's going on. So just a couple of stories from them that they brought to my attention about autonomous vehicles. Now, there's a particular guy named Elon Musk who has been like elevated to the status of a god in some people's eyes and they just think that the guy can do no wrong and he's just going to save the world kind of the opposite of bill gates like elon musk has a really good pr campaign going for himself and people just love him and think he's the best thing ever and think teslas are the coolest car and whatever like yeah they're cool cars futuristic cool um but this this whole autonomous vehicle electric vehicle it's all part of the agenda a part of the agenda 21 and a part of the control system it's about controlling people and having maximum control just like everything is and elon musk is just the he's just the clown they put out there to be the figurehead of these movements but it really has to do with something a lot bigger so this article is about autonomous vehicles it says autonomous vehicles will automatically stop for police roll down their windows and unlock their doors The National Institute of Justice, the RAND Corporation, and the Police Executive Research Forum want to give law enforcement real-time access to autonomous vehicles. Last month, this so-called expert panel identified 17 high-priority law enforcement needs for autonomous vehicles. And as you can imagine, some of them are very disturbing. Cybersecurity and vehicle communication needs. Uh, research on systems to enable law enforcement to identify a vehicle's authorization to run in an automated mode, research on technology that allows 
law enforcement to communicate with vehicles in an automated mode, which will allow law enforcement to access the vehicle's authorization. It's just a fancy way of saying backdoor access, and uh, they have all your personal information. They know everything about you. As soon as you drive by, they got like little sensors and shit that scan some sort of fucking chip in your car, and they know everything about you, and uh, it's, dude, it's all part of it, man. They... They have to know everything at all times. And meanwhile, the the infrastructure to have all this shit happen is being built all around us and nobody's talking about it. The fucking cameras on every intersection. If you drive down the freeway, like the, the new light poles they put up, they're not just lights. They got all kinds of other shit on it, all kinds of sensors and radars and fucking cameras. And it's just maximum surveillance at all time and and that's that's really the system the big brother system uh that they're bringing in and these autonomous vehicles electric vehicles it's all part of it they want to be able to know everywhere you go and um make it so they can fucking flip a switch and all of a sudden nobody can go anywhere right what if there's a lockdown in the future maybe 20 years from now when they completely outlaw all gas vehicles which is part of the agenda joe biden's all for it um, and, uh, and Donald Trump probably was too, but not as much. Yeah. So they, maybe they'll have a, another pandemic outbreak, which I'm sure they will. They got them all planned out. Uh, they'll have a pandemic and everyone relies on like some new form of Uber where you type in some shit, some driverless car comes up, you just hop in and it takes you wherever you want to go. As long as you got your vaccine passport, I'm sure. And, and all that bullshit. And as long as you're wearing your mask. Uh, but, but. Let's say there's an outbreak in the future and they just, you know, the cops just flip a switch. The governor flips a switch and all of a sudden everyone has to stay in their home. You really can't leave. (laughs) You got nowhere to go because you don't have your own car. They outlawed gas engines. Uh, Anyways, it's all part of it all up. uh, I'll put a link to this shit. Another one on autonomous vehicles. This is from the National Institute of Justice, which is an actual government site, nij.gov. Autonomous vehicles expert panel lists top needs for law enforcement as the dawn of driverless roads inches closer. A new age of algorithms taking the wheel in mass is still some years away, but law enforcement must prepare now, an NIJ-sponsored group concludes. And it goes on to explain how the cops are going to have access to your car, be able to shut it off whenever they want. Fucking, hey, if you really... If you really do something bad, they can make you just crash into a wall. I think they can already do that with the newer cars. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of technology in these cars that allow for for people to um, hack them and, and do weird stuff, especially the government. I mean, you know, these big, big companies, these car companies, plane companies, they're all part of the same group. They're all up towards the top of the pyramid that's um, really really controlling stuff and and they design things in a certain way for for a certain purpose for sure um car insurance horror wearing a face mask while driving can see policies invalidated car insurance policies can be invalidated and motorists find up to 1000 quid for simply wearing a face mask while driving a vehicle and that's kind of funny i mean we've all seen it people driving in their car alone with a face mask it says car insurance policies are often scrapped by insurance firms if drivers break common laws, such as using a vehicle with poor road vis- visibility. 
experts at Money Barn have warned drivers who use glasses uh, run the risk of foggy vision while wearing a mask inside a vehicle. They warn that just a couple of breaths could be enough to cause someone's glasses to completely steam up, resulting in a loss of road vision. Not being able to correctly see the road surface and any upcoming road hazards is a serious risk and is likely to incur penalties for road users. Tim Schwartz, the head of marketing and product development at Money Barn, warned drivers that they could face up to a thousand dollar, thousand quid, thousand euro, whatever the fuck it's called, penalty for driving with poor road visibility. So it's just, that one's just funny. That's just good, clean fun right there. They want you to wear the mask, but not while you're driving. And yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be wearing the mask while you're driving. And there's a couple there's a couple different articles. I'll put them all up in, in case you're interested or want to like share them with the the last two friends you have because everyone hates you now cuz you listen to my show. Or or you or you know what's going on with COVID. Maybe you ha- dude, if you have one or two friends who are st- still talking to you after you try to present this information for them, then good for you, man. They're dropping like flies. They really are. Um, Biden pushes Colombia to restart glyphosate spraying program. The recently announced decision sends an unfortunate message to the Colombian people that your administration is not committed to abandoning the ineffective and damaging war on drugs internationally. Um, that's what the experts say. What this is, is uh, they they spray glyphosate, which is like weed killer. It's like Roundup. It's the Monsanto fucking, you know, chemical mixture that causes all kinds of diseases and shit. Cancer. They're going to spray it all over the coca, all over the cocaine that they're growing in Colombia. Uh, that's their solution to end, end drugs. They're just going to spray everything with glyphosate. And that's what Biden's going to do because he cares about the environment, right? He's all about the green, green agenda. And it's funny, you know, I, you got to you gotta question this type of shit because the CIA runs the whole drug trade. They have for a long time. I mean, there's like mainstream ass movies, fucking American Gangster with Denzel Washington. They've been running the heroin, the cocaine, all that stuff. Dude, they got links with the cartels. And uh, maybe these people are just, you know, Colombia's like the competitor. They moved their operation to Peru. Now they're trying to... Fuck, fuck Colombia. We got to fuck up their coca and, uh, you know, make way for my Peruvian coke. So, you know, Biden's going to spray a bunch of glyphosate all over Colombia. Poor Colombians. He's also Biden eyes first major tax hike since 1993 in next economic plan. Tax increases would help fund long-term U.S. recovery program. They're printing trillions and trillions of dollars like nothing. Massive inflation's coming. Corporate and capital gains levies are targeted for hikes, aides say. President Joe Biden is planning the first major federal tax hike since 93 to help pay for long-term economic programs designed to follow up to his pandemic relief bill, according to people familiar with the matter. Unlike the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 Stimulus Act, the next initiative, which is expected to be even bigger, won't rely on just government debt as the funding source. While it's been increasingly clear that tax hikes will be a component, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has said at least part of the next bill 
will have to be paid for and pointed to higher rates. Key advisors are now making preparations for a package of measures that could include an increase in both the corporate tax rate and the individual rate for high earners. I'll post a link to that too. Big surprise, right? That um, that they're going to make your taxes higher. And uh says maybe they'll be... Nah, I'm not going to read that. Anyways, big surprise, right? That they want to do that shit. And you probably heard about this one too. Um, Biden White House sandbags staffers in sidelines dozens for pot use. They 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 project this idea that they're so um, progressive and and you know they're cool with shit. That's how the Democrat Party wants to portray themselves. They're not. They don't give a fuck, dude. So he fired all these people who smoked weed. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, anyways, check it out if you're interested. I'm going to play some more music, man. I've rambled on about some bullshit for long enough. This is the new Locksmith, dope-ass song, Locksmith and Zion I, produced by Apathy, I believe it is. Check it out. Push prosperity gospel to prosper off sloth cloth mass over my nostrils. Exhale, expel the French laundry. Shut down the state, make haste to a private party. Still y'all forgather my new song would probably slip. Kissing up to the TV and movie lobbyists. I can sense the tension, attention is under siege. Political strife in everyday life, we offer tease. Eat, sleep, and breathe the characters that they feed. Then we plead for change. The change is how you think. Distinct value. 
values overturn when they crowd you and force you to act in a manner that they allow you. Put out the foul, they disembowel and avow to oust you out the crowd. You speak loud and arouse few. I'm essential, this instrumental's a stethoscope. Pulse racing, embracing forward unless you broke. Cultivation of fascism, they dress in cloak. Passed off as liberty, literally to suppress the smoke. Choking off the fumes from the forest fires. You can't expect this to just ignore the door liars. No requirements, common sense, or social skills. Leave me in the water, I'm going deep. The show is real. Dude, this beat though, this beat, fucking crazy. Man. So sick, so sick. That's the coolest beat I've heard in a minute. Fucking fun, it's a good beat. Got the horns. Got the horns in there. Yeah. That's cool, man. There's still good music out there. You just got to find it. You just got to find it. By the way, did you guys get your Satan shoes yet? I got mine. I ordered all 666 pairs. Yep. I'm, I don't need fucking, I don't need a new pair of shoes for the rest of my life, man. I'm just going to be rocking Satan shoes. <laughs> Crazy, man. Crazy what these, what people will do, huh? Satan shoes. I don't know what made me think of that. That's that's just funny, man. The marketing schemes. People will do anything, bro. Especially that kid. Fucking douche. You know what, though? Whatever, bro. Go for it. You want to make some Satan shoes? Go ahead. I haven't fucked with Nike since I found out about their sweatshops. I don't support that shit. But then again, like, doesn't every company use sweatshops now? <laughs> uh, it's not funny, but... It is what it is. People exploit the third world. People exploit the third world. Satan shoes. Anyways, that song was cool. Once again, that was Locksmith and Zion I, produced by Apathy. Good rappers, man. Locksmith is incredible, bro. That guy, that guy can fucking rap like crazy. He's always saying some. He's smart too. You, could, he's a smart guy. Good shit, man. Um. Zion I, he's incredible. He's a fucking legend, too. You know, Apathy. Apathy, great rapper, great producer, too. Um, You know what? I'm going to fucking end it here. I've said far too much. And uh, you know what, though? Thanks a lot for listening. I'm going to send you off with the new Crime Apple. Crime Apple, really cool rapper, man. Got an unorthodox style, like... Crazy punchline, super witty dude. He's very unique. Uh, one of my favorites right now. He just dropped an album. Um, what the fuck is his album called? Oh, You Don't Fuck With Crime. It's called, yeah, Y-D-F-W-C. You Don't Fuck With Crime? It's cool, man. The guy's good. He's real good. So uh, check it out. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Peace out. I'll be back soon. Listen to this beat. It sounds like a lot a, of times people got a problem. You don't and fuck it be like one or two things. It be I seen some funny sounds shit. Sounds like an intro to a sitcom. And I ain't say nothing in public. I just nah. distance myself. Keep it to myself. But now they can't work with me, so he's an asshole. Oh, I'm an asshole now. Or it be like, damn, crime charged me. 
for a verse. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> it's always the ones who couldn't get a free verse. Am I right? Am I right? God damn, man. God damn, man. It don't matter though. You know what, what I'm saying? What? Look. Run up, man. I wish you man, would. I wish you would. Understand if you could. How much time you spent around me? I guess I misunderstood. Like, do you really know me? Uh, Fuck is your problem, man? Believe me when I say we're good. We, we all got good on this side. Butter in your neighborhood. You know we got the best butter like in town, I'm, boy. My fourth or fifth born or something. Imagine album of the year being something I lose sleep over at night Yeah, right, I changed my whole life Now my residence is nice, my neighbors all polite, there's no mice Watch look like a Sprite, my bitch like a dyke Now you got issues, somebody's supposed to be nervous just cause you got pistols Pull up on me thinking shit's sweet, you'll get embarrassed It be EPMD, one of us gotta perish You wanna see what kind of toys he got, stick tucked like a pre You'll end up in the triage Talking about street credit, what's your credit what's score? Your credit score Dog, I don't wanna talk, what's your karma score? Whoa. I packaged every piece of merch I ever sent out Forever. And I don't sign nobody, I just help my friends out Facts. Shit, what's realer than that? Tell me. I always knew the glass ceiling would crack Now I just push the ceiling back, back. With, a button. With a button, fall back, fall back. With all your frontin', With all your frontin'. Motherfuckers be like, I found a picture of Brian without a beard uh-huh. This is what he look like Uh-oh, <laughs> you got me you let a lame tell it shit, we finished. Hit a million streams, only three years in us. Man, why they nibbling on penises? Okay. Would've made a diss record, but why when I could show Lenius? Okay. I would've expected more gratitude. Yep. We're showing what the Macca do, yep. but I don't eat macaroon. No. No. Shit, I make a hater head hurt, get some Advil. You don't wanna clap for me, I bet your bitch's ass will. I used to ride around with mad pills. Woo. The Chrysler Dynasty with the airbag cutout. Shit, I still hit the road to get the bag filled One day I'm in Rome, next day I'm in Nashville But hey, let me guess, you vexed Well, I just need everybody to know, like a group text I, need everybody I got a Roly, got a Benz, got a duplex Without a major label pushing me or your coops check Yep, run up man, I wish you would Come on, man. understand if you could I didn't have no investors I guess I misunderstood I have no life coach, I have no therapist Believe me when I say yeah. we're good We got Wasn't nobody the best on the back. Nobody supported my dreams, man so salty the fuck Like, this is crime Ten years ago Ooh. Sounds different We got him Must have been in college He's on college radio We caught him <laughs> Something's wrong him. here He's smart, He's smart. <laughs> Well Oh, I'm not real for working on my GPA at the oh, dorm really? Like I ain't have glass after class making habits for him Whoa. My cousin give me the package just like that, the package gone Your rhymes full of cap and you corny, you must be a Capricorn, be a Capricorn. Had Omavi leathers in all flavors Whoa. And Ruckus bagging more bitches than the ball players. Whoa. And some close friends of mine was losing time bidding Damn. But I was skipping microeconomics to hit the diamond district I was And this is back when I wore Canary Diamonds yeah. Now rhyming got me reclining on a Canary Island it's true, in crowded rooms, I'm always very silent It's always the fake motherfuckers saying they're very violent <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, you bust your guns, I'm feeding your bitches frozes wow. A couple wow. guys who I won't name wow. know my code name wow. Rap slow up, I rap something in front of you like Chipotle Woo. I got my money up, then fucked it up what I else? got my money back up, then fucked it back okay. up Cats copy your wave until the day that they get splashed up My shit been John Blaze since Mac 10 pulled up in a Mac truck Cats claiming they winning, who really getting W's? Washed up dudes hating on the youth, yeah that's nothing yeah, that's new nothing I know how you'd rather keep it, but tell me what you wanna do Just tell me, Make bro. me ruffle your feathers, you bird motherfucker, you Whoa. Run up man, I wish you Come on, would then. 
you would fuck? understand if you could. I don't stand in the same state for too long, man. I'm kinda everywhere, dog. Kinda easy to find, kinda easy to talk to. Believe me when I say we're good. Like, what's the we fuck got the problem, best man? butter in your neighborhood. Yeah, I'm a real nice yeah, guy, man. What's going on? I'm saying, man. Oh, shit. Are you mad at me for it, man? I know it happened fast. Oh, you broke. I mean, oh, you broke. It's not about the three years. Business, you know what I'm saying? It's about the 30,000 hours I spent, man. Business. You mad at me. Personal, You're in the same place. Decade and a half. You sound the same. You proud of that? Damn. I'm all about progression, man. That's gross. You know what I'm saying? Cats might be mad because of this, because they can't sell a hundred of anything. They can't sell a hundred okay. of anything in 24 yep. hours. You okay. can't sell out a hundred of anything in 24 hours no, you if can't. your life depended on it. If your life depended like maybe on if you it. died, you might sell a hundred of anything. Ooh. 200. I'll probably buy the shit because I feel bad. Like the shit on fire in my backyard. Wow.